Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Seems like I've spent my whole life hoping, dreaming of things I've never tried. Tangled in knots, just waiting for my time to shine. What if the doors began to open? What if the knots became untied? What if one day nothing stood in my way and the world was mine? Would it feel this fine? Cause I got the wind in my hair and a gleam in my eyes and an endless horizon. Yeah, what a day. Hello and welcome back to Patreon with Cheese. I'm joined as always by my wonderful editor and fairly good friend, Elizabeth Essen. How are you doing, Liz? I am good. I'm good. Just going on some adventures. Good time. Oh, yes. Some tangled adventures. Yeah, they're very tangled, say. even though I got a haircut, so they're less tangled now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you can cut your hair. Um, yeah. Rapunzel, on the other hand, she, she's into some hijinks where she can't cut her hair Rapunzel's anymore. Rapunzel's hair is made of steel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we're talking about the first two official episodes of Tangled the Series, or Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Um, it's called by both names, strangely. Um, I don't know. But the first episode is What the Hair? Um, what goes on in the first episode, Liz? So Rapunzel, is, her hair is so long, but they figured out a way to not make a drag on the floor. For So for the rest of the show, it's less annoying. So thank God yeah, for that. Yeah, it's easier to animate. It's much easier to animate when it's just a giant braid in the back of her head that logically does not make sense if you think about it for 10 seconds. But I won't get I into mean, animation physics. Logistically, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Who cares? 2D animation. 2D, you gotta yeah. make an easy character model. There's some anime physics. It carried its way into Rapunzel's magical adventures. It's fine. Uh, so Rapunzel's hair is way too long. And it's annoying. So she wants to get it cut. Cassandra's like, hey, I know this dude. His name is Varian. And he can help figure out what's wrong with your hair. I mean, that sounds like a D&D name. It does. Varian. It does. Also, he looks like a D&D character. So. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. Um, And Varian is, I feel like he's probably the one there's the most, like, slash fiction about it, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Um, how would you describe him? Varian, steampunk nerd? Steampunk nerd who says alchemy instead of magic, which I don't I don't know. I, I've never seen Full Metal Alchemist, so I don't understand this and this jibber jabber. So he's he's very anti magic. He's like, I'm not I don't do magic, I do alchemy. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so you're doing magic and you're in denial, Varian. Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. You sound like Jeremy Jordan, but I still don't believe you. <laughs> it's Jeremy Jordan trying to sound like a nerd. <laughs> Jeremy Jordan is not a nerd. He is not a nerd. If you look at him for two seconds. He's that guy in high school who I'd want to date, but would never get the chance to because I'm in the stage crew. And he's the lead in the theater department. <laughs> Like, do you he- did you ever hear Jeremy Jordan describe his time where he was almost uh, Zac Efron in The Greatest Showman? And the mo- <laughs> okay, so you did not hear this story. I, no, I did. I made a face for you. <laughs> you guys can't see. Okay, so throughout the entire development of that movie musical, he was doing the singing for the Jeremy Jordan part, or sorry, for the Zac Efron part with Hugh Jackman while they were developing it. And eventually they have to present the songs to Fox and Hugh Jackman just had throat surgery. So they're like, well, Jeremy Jordan, why don't you sing the entire thing? This is all in your range. And he's like, this is my chance. This is basically my audition in front of everyone. Um, 
and then like the day before he got really sick and he's like flying out like so sick and he's like i'm gonna sing this part i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it and then he sings like there's two high moments that he was talking about and the first one the first high moment he fucking cracks and he's like i just gotta make it to the for for from now on song because that will be me like really selling it so he gets through the entire score and he gets to from now on he starts singing it and hugh jackman gives him a look and he's like and he just felt his heartbreak and he, he's like what was supposed to be my moment became hugh jackman's moment and then i hear in the hall that they're already asking zach efron for the part oh no and he, the problem is the video of this exists and you can watch jeremy jordan get cucked for the first time as a entire life like the first time that man has ever been heard the word no oh, that, <laughs> oh he was in smash too oh god i thought smash was his career low but oh god no that that moment of getting cucked by hugh jackman was his career low well now hugh jackman's getting cucked so it's okay we're recording this the day after the music man reviews have released the internet um so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're it, it, we're not in our most like let's defend Hugh Jackman of moods. No, no, because the whole God. the neutered music man is out on Broadway right now, just doing something. It's doing bad. Like, do you have any? Have you seen the music man? I know we're we're gonna get back to Tangled. We I promise. I have never seen the music man. I've seen Cold Showers for Crazy Ex Girlfriend because I've seen that show a lot, and I know that's a mm-hmm. music man homage, and that's all I know about the music man. The Music Man is a great show that's literally just making fun of middle America. Oh, I also have seen a Musical Hell's video in the Matthew Broderick Music Man, which looks really bad. Yeah, that's not a good version. Um, It has moments. It has... Kristen Chenoweth is very good in that version. Well, Kristen Chenoweth is good doing literally anything. She's a little miscast because you want to see her have fun, and she's kind of playing the misanthrope in that. Yeah. Um, But she sings it beautifully. Um, And they just kind of take it, and it's like, oh, anything that's, like, making fun of these people were taken out, like, any of their, like, misguided natures, uh, their racism and all that, where the show is aware that they're racist and making them look dumb for being racist. (laughs) the point people yeah we need to point out these problems in society and of course the shapoopy song which i'm sure you've heard of at least through family guy uh yes i have heard the shapoopy song only through family guy uh because now yeah. it's stuck but in my ha- head now that you've said the title <laughs> yes but you at least know the lyrics of shapoopy shapoopy the girl who's hard to get the shapoopy which is just about like trying to woo a girl and the girl that makes you wait is worth worth it and it's like about making fun of culture the male culture and like all that but then they're like we gotta wokeify it so now shapoopies are a boy and it's like the the girl that wait the guy that waits for it and to prove that he's the right guy so now the shapoopies the guy that asks consent oh. is basically it that is the, the 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 level of changes they're making in that musical dear lord i hate it uh. and it just feels cynical like if it was changes made with for the right reasons, it just feels like we need to be as sanitized as possible. We can't can't have anything. We need to appeal to all the Broadway moms that want to go see Phantom, but it, there's all the tickets are sold out, so they need a place mm-hmm. to go. So, but back to Tangled. Back to so Tangled. they go to Valerian and Valerian, the, the Last Dragon. Vale- the, the, <laughs> Valerian is the name of the type of steel from Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Varian. Uh, Varian. Um, 
and there's I I really do appreciate how this show implements good lessons to kids. Yeah, I know that's kind of a ridiculous thing, but everyone I noticed like has actually a very good lesson. Yeah, <laughs> that I hadn't seen on another kid show. Like there's a baseline lesson in every episode, but it's like a fun way of executing it. It's like this episode's about it doesn't feel crammed in. Yeah, this episode's about secrets and how we shouldn't keep secrets from people because Rapunzel's keeping the whole magical hair thing secret from uh, Eugene. And Cassandra's like, I don't trust him because headcanon and fanfiction shipping. I'm not going to get into that because there's a lot of fan <laughs> art out there about Cassandra Rapunzel that I've learned about. Oh, yes, there is. There's a lot of fan art. Ugh. It's like, we need to not keep secrets from people. And, like, I didn't see that as a kid. So <laughs> I watched an entire I... show about keeping secrets from people. It's called Kim Possible. She kept secrets <laughs> from people. <laughs> like Fairly Odd Parents. You can't tell your parents about your Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, I think but Hey Arnold the, had no secrets. But. Yeah, Hey Arnold felt, felt relatively healthy. Um, but this one also is fairly pro-secret. Um, yeah. Which is when Eugene is brought in on the secret, he's not going to rat out Cassandra. Cassandra. Yeah. Cassa- Cassandra? Cassandra? They, they go back and forth between it's, it's Eugene like, says Cassandra, Rapunzel says Cassandra. Cassandra. And I don't. I don't know which one it is. It's like, if you do you like Zachary Levi better or Mandy Moore? <laughs> I love them both. I love I them both, them, too. Well, technically, I like Mandy Moore better because she's not a crazy fundamentalist Christian that tries yeah. to convert people while on sets. A hundred percent. But uh, Zachary Levi is very hot. Um. Would, okay. So I to- have I told you what he does on sets? Yes. He hands out Bibles. Yeah, he will go up to just, like, anyone. He'll be like, hey, good take. He's like, you know how I learned to do act that well? I prayed. I wonder if I... Rachel Ziegler has a Bible from Zachary Levi. Why would, what, what has she met? Oh, yes, Shazam! Yeah, Shazam number two. That's not out yet. Shazam the poop. <laughs> um, so what happens in this episode? They try to fix Rapunzel's hair, yeah, but then Dorky the... McDorkison has, Dork... like, terrorism yeah. machines terrorism machine. he's basically trying to implement hot boy hot water in his village which like holy i don't know where they come up with that but okay so he's like i have these four generators that are about to explode uh, underneath my village and uh i'm gonna surprise them with hot water when it's ready and uh, then they explode. Not a good move. Not a good move, I, I'm going to say. Like, not the best move in the world. No, but then he pours a dangerous chemical next to them. And <laughs> Ex- magical explosion. And then while this is happening, Rapunzel's tied into a machine to test what's going on with her hair. Yeah, so I, I, I do start to understand where the kink stuff is because she's in bondage. She's can't literally move. in bondage. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see it. I see it. Also, she's barefoot still the whole time. Just pointing that out. She's never wearing shoes. They point shoes that out a show. lot in the future episodes. Uh, they point this Although, out in episode two because uh, the the special guest star points out the one thing he doesn't like about Rapunzel is she doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> that's one of the things that she. Many out. things. But we'll um, get to that. Yeah, um, we gotta wrap up this one. There's yeah. no new songs in this episode. No, just wind in my hair. I mean, is it growing on you? Uh, I liked it the first time. I think it's okay. might be anti. It might be anti-growing on me by the time this series ends. <laughs> oh, but what do you think of that weird song that ends the in the end credits? That like weird pop song. Yeah, like the thing with Disney Plus is it has that like next episode in ten seconds thing, so you'll hear a little bit yeah. of it. But it's still it's so weird. <laughs> it doesn't fit the vibe. It feels like. There was a specific... Oh, it sounds like Party in the USA. It does. It does. It's so bad. It sounds exactly like Party in the USA in a way that 
almost makes me uncomfortable. But oh. what do you think of Varian and the the Last Dragon? What what Jeremy Jordan? <laughs> Jeremy what do you think Jordan. Of him? I like Jeremy Jordan in this part. He's not a nerd though. He's not a nerd. He's trying to be a nerd. Maybe I'm assuming he's in more episodes. I'm just yes, he throwing this out. A, in the... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought they cast Jeremy Jordan in this part. Like they're gonna have him in more episodes. Not, if you wanted to have him one off character, you cast like Deirdre Baker, who's already doing voice acting stuff and he's like six voices an episode because he's very talented voice actor i like i enjoyed varian i think he needs more development but that's not the point of this episode so no um what else is there did Uh, we introduce anyone else who who's fun uh Um, pete the guard no pete the guard was introduced (laughs) earlier yeah 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 do we meet anyone else um no we get a lot less play of the parents they they have a little scene where he plays around with his eggs yeah and the mom is like it's been like it's it's only been a week since you court-martialed your daughter into not leaving the kingdom yeah and it's like it must because it's a tough conversation doesn't mean it needed to be didn't need to be had and i wanted to punch him Oh, it is weird that um, Varian does keep dead naming uh, Eugene, which is kind of yeah, kind of shitty. Yeah, he keeps doing Flynn Rider, which I did last time, admittedly, because I conflate them all the time. But his name is Eugene. Eugene Fitzherbert. His name is Eugene God damn it. Fitzherbert, which is a lot of syllables in your mouth, but just get it out there. At least, uh, you know what? I appreciate them keeping the consistency from what they set up in the movie. Yeah, like they're, everything that they set up in the movie, n- this goes perfectly with. Yeah, the, the, it doesn't feel like a reset in the movie. It feels like okay, all this no. development happened, and we're just gonna keep the developing going. Develop other things. Yeah, like. we're gonna develop Rapunzel more. We're gonna develop. Oh, more. we did not talk about the most important part of this episode. What part of the episode? The opening with Donna Murphy. Oh my god, I forgot Donna Murphy's back in the dream sequence. <laughs> yes. Yes, I remember my jaw was on the floor the first time I saw that. Because, my God, that voice, that voice, the Uh one and only Donna Murphy. I was watching this as I was exporting stuff yesterday, just because I'm a multitasking queen, and I don't need Mm -hmm. to look at my my big computer to export. And I just heard Donna Murphy's voice, because I wasn't looking for a second. I'm like, wait, is that Donna Murphy? Rapunzel! I'm like, oh my God, she's a queen. Yep, yep, yep. She is the only reason why anyone is still watching The Gilded Age. I know I interviewed Kelly O'Hara and told her I like the show. I can lie to people, you know. I'm yeah. a pretty good liar. Oh, no. Kelly O'Hara. The show's Kelly fucking Hara boring, guys. Kelly O'Hara Who the fuck watches once Downton Abbey in America? Um, my mom. She loved The Gilded Age? She hasn't seen it yet because my dad won't watch it with her. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Miranda watched the pilot and then... We both like immediately like we we're not watching any more of this. I like it was like so good to see like all those Broadway stars pop up, like, hey, there's Patrick Page, Michael Servers, oh so many people. And then I'm like, I oof. They're just oof. acting. They're not even singing. They're all good yeah, actors. They're, they're very good and they're doing the best with the material. My god, I don't care about the material. Yeah. Now it just gives Patrick Page something else to post about on Instagram cuz he used to just post about Hades Town and now he posted about both of them. Have I told the story of Patrick Page getting diarrhea while playing <laughs> um uh Lumiere? Not and- not to me. I think I told on Dear Friends on I think about it. But Patrick Page like was asked, like, what was the worst theatrical experience you've ever had? He's like, I once went to a place before a show called The Cheesecake Factory. <gasps> and then halfway through act one, I turn and I am like, I finish Be My Guest. And I'm like, I will not be able to continue. 
and it takes 15 minutes to get me in and out of my Lumiere costume, and one wrong move I could be set ablaze. But I said, I need to go to the bathroom immediately. And somehow or another, I was able to do that and get back on before my next cue. And I've never been to the Cheesecake Factory since. <laughs> I want someone to write a fan fiction about Patrick Page going to a Cheesecake Factory and having a meet cute with someone. Do pick pick take your choice. I just want a fan fiction about Patrick. Page oh, it'd be to... William William Defoe or William Defoe, and they could bond over being the Green Goblin. Yes, yes, yes. That's the. It's like the it's the fan fiction of my dinner with Andre. I never knew I wanted. My dinner with Norman. I did my dinner with the uh, with the Osbournes. Hello, I'm Norman Osborn. Hello, I am also Norman Osborn. I am Norman Osborn. I sang a song about being a freak. What did you do? Like, I just... I am I haven't seen No One no, Home, no. by the way. No spoilers. <laughs> Willem Dafoe would say, I'm certain of a freak like you myself. Have you seen The Lighthouse? Uh, I was uh, naked, so I think. I've never seen The Lighthouse. He was not naked in that. He has a strange-looking wiener. Either way, let's move on to... Episode 2! The next episode. Episode 2, which I believe is called um, Rapunzel's Enemy. Yes. Where Richard Kind, the guest star's name is Richard Kind. Richard Kind! <laughs> what happens in this episode? So, Rapunzel, it's the, the, it's the corona... No, it's the uh, beer that you only drink in the summer uh, gopher grab. <laughs> <laughs> I keep running the name of this kingdom is also the name of something I don't like saying or I'll get in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the internet. Um, so the Kingdom the, 19. The Kingdom 19 is uh, having a the gopher grab, which is a thing where you grab a gopher, uh, which seems anticlimactic as hell, but, you know, I don't I don't write children's shows. Uh, so You know, I've never tried grabbing a gopher, so maybe it's fun. I mean, this also sounds like a euphemism, which adds to the bondage thing from the previous episode, so I'm not going to get into the weird implications. Maybe that's the reason why people are so horny while watching this show. Maybe, there's a lot of weird implications to some of these things they're writing. But anyway, so the gopher yeah. grab is a thing, and Rapunzel changes the seal of the gopher grab, and she's making a speech about it, and someone boos her. And then she's confused because she's like, ah, booing is like a new new foreign way of saying yay. And Eugene is like, no, honey, no. No, no, no. no. Someone don't like you. And it ends up being Richard Kind, who's a sweet old man who owns a sweet everyone shop. Everyone loves. Who everyone loves because he's voiced by Richard Kind. So. I mean, Richard Kind is notably not the nicest person in the world sometimes. Yeah, but every role, every role he's ever in, I'm like, Richard Kind. Oh yeah, that's that's a true character actor. He really is, though. Like, Even me, I'm like Richard Kind. Like in producers 2005, he's like one of the jurors, and I was like, oh my god, it's yeah. Richard Kind. Um, when we did the musicals and cheese episode on it, one of the uh, letterbox reviews was um, Richard Kind really added to the overall experience. He did though. He, he really, really did. did though. He really did. So Rapunzel has to come to terms with the fact that a lot, a lot of people, a lot, everyone's gonna like her, and that's okay. Which is that's a great lesson. Which though. is a great that's lesson. An absolutely great. It's a lesson. lesson I'm having trouble learning as an adult on the internet. So. Like that's actually like a good lesson for kids to learn that we were never taught as kids. No, we I, never learned. We're coming to grips with it as adults. Yeah, and like in any other kids show, they would have resolved and been like, "Oh, no, I respect friends. you." I just had to see the real you, and nope. no, I still don't like you. And Rapunzel's like, you know, I don't like you either. It's like, cool. 
Mutual I, disagree. I, I, yeah. And speaking of people that don't agree with each other, they love pairing Eugene and what's her name? Cassa- uh, Cassandra. Cassandra, together. Cassandra, whatever her name is. Depends on the episode. Well, it depends on who's saying. Mandy Moore was in the, I'm going to say Cassandra. And Zachary Levi, I'm going to say Cassandra. <laughs> And the producers are like, Jesus. and the producers are just like, let's just, let's just let them do what they do. It's fine. It's fine. They're famous. We get them for five minutes. Come on. Literally, they're busy. One season, five minutes. This is us is about to be a thing. Mandy Moore's schedule is going to be tight. We need to get her in. (laughs) I like this guy's aware that this is us is coming. This, this man is a fortune teller. At least my I t- like this episode a lot, though. Oh, I, I love this episode. I thought Richard Kai was great. I th- I like I like Cassandra and Eugene bouncing off each other because they don't like each other, but they clearly respect each other to some degree. Well, they t- it's like when your best friend gets a boyfriend, and then you suddenly have to be friends with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. No, that's that's what I fear with my own best friend and my own significant other. But my they get along just fine. So. <laughs> But have you ever not gotten along with a friend's significant other? Not really. Um, if if I did it, they broke up like a week later because they mm. realized it wasn't working. But not nothing. I've never run into that issue. I'm trying to think if I have. I like most people's the problem, which yeah. is also just a me. I am very much a Rapunzel, and someone told me this before I watched the show when I did the podcast. They're like, oh, you give me Rapunzel from the TV show vibes. This one I felt it where I'm like, someone doesn't like me. Oh no. oh, no. How am I going to fix this? I must bake them an elaborate cake and send it to their residence. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I do. If anyone doesn't like me, I always try harder to make that person like me. Yep. And now I'm in a relationship with my girlfriend. So <laughs> here we are. See, it all works out in the end, guys. Well, it could have very well worked out like it did in this Rapunzel episode, it too. Have, but and that would have been okay. That would have been fine, but destiny had a different place but eight years man still still no uh songs in this episode though still no songs except for wind in my hair and that weird pop song (laughs) yeah oh 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 oh. if we rewind back to the first episode um she did sing a little bit of flower gleam and glow oh yeah oh yeah and we set up that that don't work no more yeah that doesn't work anymore except for at the end of that episode we established the hair is magical again um it's just a different kind of magical because um what you it's call a protection it? magic, uh, not a healing magic. Yeah, because we set up it can't be cut or destroyed, so it's got different properties. Yes, it's a different. It's 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 the new Pokemon evolution of her magical hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen um, Pokemon, so if I'm wrong, don't yell at me. <laughs> well, what are your cheese ratings of these two episodes? Hmm, I'm going to give the first episode. I'm trying to think of something Smash related that involves cheese. Oh, I'm, I'm going to give it Smash cheese. Oh. It's cheese you smash or it's a bad tv show cheese now i'm going to give um episode two christmas cheese because of richard kine and his christmas tips um yeah that's fair um i am giving the first episode short hair cheese which is an art piece in the metropolitan museum which is just a slice of cheese with hair because the episode is called what the hair it's a very different interesting what about art the piece? second episode Wait, you, wait, I gave my cheese rating. Christmas cheese. Oh, for the second cheese. episode. Ah, oh, ha, ha. And my cheese rating for the second episode is chocolate cheese, which I made Andrew eat in our Wicked episode. Uh, why would you have, make him do that? Uh, apparently, it just tastes like fudge. Uh, that's anticlimactic. Yeah, I yeah, I thought yeah. it'd be worse. 
It wasn't. It was actually. It's actually not bad. It, I, it's it's lame to say, but it wasn't terrible. Ah, oh, damn it. Not, not Maybe to say, next I, not to time. say I want to torture Andrew, but I thought it might be worse. Who doesn't want to torture Andrew? I don't want to torture Andrew. I like Andrew. What? Why? Andrew's a nice. What's dude. he ever done for you? I mean, I don't. I haven't talked to him that much, but exactly. I've done more for you. Yes, that's, that's true. Yeah, about to say, fuck, fucking, fucking. <laughs> All right, anything else we got to say before we wrap this on up, Liz? Uh, it's okay. Everything is cool. Yeah. This show's good. Yeah, the show's pretty good. The watch animation is us. really, really sticking with me. Watch along with us. Hopefully they'll add yeah, songs. Yeah, watch along. What do you think of the show so far, people on the Patreon? Um, are you excited to see what else is coming? I know I am because, you know, I'm a basic bitch. Um, but we'll see you next time on Patreon with Cheese. Say goodbye, Liz. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.